0: And welcome to The Real Money Show, broadcasting on the Chorus Radio Network and worldwide via the web. For over six years, you're listening to The Real Money Show, brought to you by Guildhall Wealth Management. Uh, today in studio, we have the vice president of Guildhall, Jeremy Wiseman, and our senior analyst, Darren Long. Both of you guys uh, well-respected in the bullion community. For a combined 21 years, Guildhall has been helping people the world over since, well, 2002, to purchase and own physical gold, silver, and colored diamonds they are not financial advisors or planners and past performance of gold silver colored diamonds is not indicative of future performance the number to call is one silver you want to make sure you get the investment kit the precious metal advisor and uh, the realmoneyshow.com the website to click on the e-store and start purchasing before i even finish this sentence guys we always start with the market update how is it Well, listen, John, before we get started with the market update, we want to highlight
1: the importance of listening to the entire show today. This is going to be a very big show. We have Pamela and Marianne Aiden. They make up the Aiden sisters. They are world-renowned analysts, and of course, you're going to talk a little bit about them before they start speaking with their interview, but we're happy to have them here on the show today listening because you don't want to miss what they're saying, and I want to just be very, very uh, succinct about the points they're making Pamela said that this could be 2015, the best year for the first time gold and silver buyer in the entire bull market that we've seen today. Huge, right? So that's exciting to hear that from somebody else. You don't have to listen to us take our words. But without further ado, gold, as we tape this show on Thursday of the week, is up to the 12.62 range that keeps it. up on the year to date and silver is at around the 17 and a quarter range 1725 range which keeps us at about 9.2% positive on the year so both metals although had some bumps through the week both are range bound at the moment And gold gave back its modest gain in the U.S. on Thursday following a surprise widening in the U.S. trade deficit. But the yellow metals, it's finding support and it's definitely not too bad. Uh, And this is on the heels of the latest wobble in the Greek debt negotiations. We're going to spend a little bit of time in the show on that today. We think the Greek issue will likely stir things up for a little while longer in the markets, which is why we think gold should benefit likely at the expense of equities though. So we want to be paying attention to what the equity markets are doing over the course of the next few weeks. This is an exciting time. If you've been in stocks, obviously you've had the chance to make some money back. It's been a nice run, but all things do come to an end. And just like gold and silver had their peaks and their pullbacks, that happens in the stock markets. And I cannot emphasize how important it is to watch those trends the European Central Bank this week has reversed its decision its decision to accept Greek bonds also as collateral for lending money to commercial banks and this is huge because it means basically from February 11th on that the they will no longer accept The junk status government bonds making access to funds way more expensive and putting an immense amount of pressure on Greece as a country to reach new reforms. And as we talk later with Pam and Marianne Aden, you'll see that they also believe this will be adding value to gold as a primer. Uh, We know that gold and silver are event-driven markets, and this gets me very excited because this will give gold another boost, and of course, it's what moved gold this week back into the 1260-1270 range now as I said earlier, gold and silver are both range bound at the moment and they are uh, very very viable metals at the moment. We are looking to cost average if we're an existing buyers add to our stacks and our piles. we can um, definitely suggest that you if you're a first time buyer Venture into these markets now while the going is still good. Once they break above fresh new highs, and that would be for gold above 1300 and for silver above 19. Uh, as the Aiden sisters comment later in the show, we also believe that both metals will take a journey much higher. 22 is the ultimate, as they point out, uh, but we also feel that $19, 20 range for silver is very key at the moment. Now, if that isn't enough information, uh, my colleague Jeremy here is going to talk a little bit about uh, the exciting world of savings. And we talked and brought up this article, Jeremy, but I want you to tell people because it's an incredible article in the Globe and Mail this week.
2: Yeah, and just before we do that, I just wanted to agree with you on that. And the thing is, is, a lot of people will wait for 19 or $22 to happen before they decide to get into the market for the first time, especially after hearing a comment like that. The problem is, is and we've seen this, we've been in the market for over a decade, you you know that when the market starts to take off, it'll take out those numbers very quickly and you've missed your chance. It's either buy it, buy it low and wait, it's always better to be a day early or a month early than a day late. Because if you're going to wait for that price, chances are, okay, now it's going to be twenty three dollars, twenty four dollars before you even blink, and you've missed that chance, and then you know you've missed an opportunity. If you had five thousand ounces today, cost you a little over a hundred thousand dollars at fifty dollars an ounce, which we think it's going to go well beyond that eventually. Um, but in the next few years, if it gets to 50, you'd be looking at a gain of of a, the metal being worth over a quarter million dollars. So it's certainly a good time to look at this opportunity, especially getting back to what you were saying, Darren, being a saver. Uh, Rob Carrick uh, put out an article this week in The Globe and Mail basically saying, yes, you're being penalized for saving money. I'll just uh, read a quick quote from it. Um, What's, what's different today is that we're stuck in an unusual cycle of weak economic growth that has been holding interest rates down for an extended period. Quote, the goal is to encourage borrowing and activity and to discourage saving and idle money, said Eric Lascelles, chief economist for RBC. Hope I got his name right. Global Asset Management. But there, quote, but there's absolutely no question there's collateral damage here. Savers are being punished. There was a time you could put money in a bank and get a return for it just because you put that cash in the bank. Today that is not the case. There's many there's many banks around the globe that are now charging charging you to keep your cash in the bank. Nice. So, we have to be aware of this that the the answer isn't to just go out and start spending your money because the government says that they don't want you to spend your money or they don't want you to save your money. You just have to be a little you have to be a little more creative about it. And what's more creative than looking at something that's been around for thousands of years as a store of value? The fact is, is gold and silver are very much undervalued right now. um, Most of the analysts out there will say we're coming to the close of a bear market. So if you've been in the market, hang tight. If you're new to the market, understand that this is towards the, the end of a bull cycle here, that the market is underpinned by central bank buying around the globe, And so if you're a saver, you should consider owning some physical hard assets in your portfolio that – that stand to move up in value in the next few years.
0: And as well, the e store. you know the number, one eight seven seven eight silver is the way to get the investor kit and start investing in these hard assets. What do you think uh, well, short-term, gold and silver, where's it going, there
1: Well, John, we've been accused of being nothing but bulls here on the show, and of course, we've been right since day one with respect to where the long-term pricing is going, and both silver and gold have been up tremendously, hundreds of percents, uh, since we started opening our doors back in 2002. But at this particular moment right now, I want to make clear, unless Very fresh catalysts emerge uh, and perhaps we get some severe deterioration in economic and political factors that will to overpower the bad with the good in form in terms of money printing, in terms of sweeping the headlines under the rug. Countries are very good at it right now, so we will stay range bound in gold and silver. Now that's a good thing because if I'm adding to position or if I'm a new buyer, it gives me a very good but limited opportunity to be buying gold and silver with a fairly certain, a fairly high certainty that I might not see too much of a drop in either metals. So I like
2: that, and that's why I'm telling you I think you should be buying at this point in and, time. And keep in mind that most of those major banks out of the U.S. that were calling for lower prices by the end of 2014 were dead wrong.
1: That's right. And again, if you're looking for that fresh catalyst, don't forget you have this week, we have the, the, uh, as we just discussed, the Greek issue that's going to uh, definitely play a role in determining where we head in gold pricing. But this is the opportunity before you. And here in the U.S. um, this week, initial jobless claims also increased by 11,000 to a seasonally adjusted 278,000 in the weekend of January 31st, which beat the forecast slightly. Uh, The U.S. trade deficit, however, rose 17.1% to $46.6 billion. and that $40 billion mark, is uh, we're above it again. It's a crucial point, and definitely why we would say fundamentally those markets are flawed and the numbers are incorrect, but fundamentally why we would suggest holding assets like gold and silver. Now, when you're talking about holding gold or silver, it's got to be physical. Whether you're buying coins, whether you're buying bars, uh, Guildhall could help you with all of this. And this is not a very complex thing. If you're a new buyer, listen up, this is for you. You head over to Guildhall's website. In the top right-hand corner, you click the e-store. Once you're there, you have the ability to buy online in the comfort of your home, connect with somebody, and then get feedback as to what the transaction is going to be and how it's going to be delivered to you or sent to your depository account. And that is physical gold and silver. We're going to talk more about it when we come back, but it couldn't be easier. Go over to guildhallwealth.com.
0: The number numbers one eight seven seven eight silver online to the dot We'll take a quick break, but stick around. A great interview on the way, guys. As you mentioned off the top, uh, Darren, we're going to have Marianne and Pamela Aiden here from the Aiden Report. Uh, they they write it. They're analysts. They're very knowledgeable, and they've got some wonderful things to say over the next uh, couple uh, couple segments. So stick around, and we'll get to that right here on the Real Money Show. And back to the Real Money Show. The number to start investing, you know it one eight seven seven eight silver online to the dot You can click right away to the e store and begin your purchase. Uh, we talked about this from the top of the show. Proud to have them on the air now here, Marianne and Pamela Aiden. They're two of the most influential and well-known investment analysts, writers, and lecturers in the world. They're co-editors and publishers of the Aiden Forecast. It's a monthly investment newsletter which uh, specializes in the U.S. and global stock markets and the precious metals and foreign exchange markets. Good to have both of you on the air. They're right here on The Real Money Show.
2: We're here with the Aiden sisters, Marianne and Pam. I want to thank you for for coming to the show today.
3: Oh, it's our pleasure. Thank you.
2: Now, just for our listener audience who might be new to what you do, can you just explain to them what, your approach to, to the markets and, and what it is that you do exactly?
3: Oh, well, thank you. Uh, well, we've been writing a, a monthly newsletter for thirty it's, uh, 34 years now, uh, and our main focus has been to try and find, uh, to invest in the better part of a bull market or a bear market and identify those trends. So uh, we are definitely um, into trend identification correlations to see what, what's better, like one, one market versus another. And we follow um, the U.S. and global economy, interest rate stocks, bond, um, bonds, of course the precious metals are a big one, and, we, um, and currency market, because we have found that they all correlate and they all have a relationship.
2: Now, I, I've been following your work for, for years, uh, at least a decade, and we all have come to look at your charts in the past, look for the trends. Um, they're very timely in when they're, they're coming out, but I've noticed that there is a move now to to not just look at the one trend in, say, gold, but looking at all of the markets altogether. Would you say, Pam, that that's sort of a move that you, you've you made in the last few years?
3: Yes, clearly. We I have always been uh, sensitive to how the correlation works with one market versus another, like how to, does gold move with interest rates, how does gold move with the stock market, or how does a bond move with stocks. I, you know, these correlations going over a period of time like over the last uh, four decades is very very revealing and we like that. We have been showing them more in recent years. You're right about that, but we have always and I've always Appreciated what they get, what they bring to us in form of a bottom line recommendation.
2: Yeah, and I like what I, I like that you said that it's over time. We'll often have people say, "Oh, the U.S. dollar went down today. How come gold didn't skyrocket?" And it it, it doesn't happen that easily, does it?
3: No, it doesn't. And it's also um, interesting because in recent years as well, the markets have become more closely linked as the, mm-hmm. the world has become more closely linked. So. You do get these relationships um, in general happening a lot more frequently, but like you said, it doesn't. It's not a day to day thing.
2: And, and one of the so
3: I would like. Um, this is Pam speaking. Is that since November we have seen gold and the dollar move together on the way up. Everyone's talking about how unusual this is and how strange. But the interesting thing is, first of all, it's been a very interesting rise for gold for the first time in over three years. But second of all, is that. Um, uh, the dollar, a lot of the dollar's strength since November, I'm it's been rising before that, but talking just since November, as a lot of the part of the rise was because the euro fell sharply, because the petro currencies fell sharply. So a lot of the currencies tanked, and so the, uh, the, by default, the dollar gets the benefit, and it's a safe haven. So um, that was on its own apart from why gold rose. They had different reasons. So that will happen. And it's interesting that it's just happening now that you bring it up. So I just wanted to add that.
1: This is Darren Long from The Real Money Show, and we hope you're enjoying this interview with the Aiden sisters. If you'd like to find out more information about buying precious metals and putting them into your portfolio today, please go to guildhallwealth.com or call us now at 1-866-274-9570. We'd be happy to help. And of course, you can ask any questions about buying gold and silver that you'd like to. Now let's get back to the interview.
2: I want to talk a little bit about um, repatriation as well. So we're noticing that certain central banks are buying gold. They're not buying US dollars. So even though you're saying that uh, the US dollar, as we would say on the show, is the best of the worst bunch uh, as far as a safe haven, central banks seem to be buying gold. And I'm wondering if you can, um, I'll pass this to you, Marianne, to expand on that.
3: Yes, I'd be happy to. No, um, it's true. You know, popular lore right now, the U.S. dollar is the safe haven, but we all know in reality when push comes to shove, gold is the ultimate safe haven, and that's what the central banks know, and that's why they're buying gold in large quantities, and they're taking their gold home. They want it right where they can see it, and that in itself is a huge development that has intensified here in the last year or so, is that the... Uh, central banks indeed are not only buying more gold, but taking it home. And that just uh, is kind of the proof of the pudding that gold is truly the ultimate safe haven, and it always has been.
2: And we do see that, I think, in, in terms of the currencies. Countries are more than happy to devalue their currency, lower rates, and then through the back door they're trying to get as much gold as possible, Right.
3: Yeah, yes. exactly. And what does that tell you? Um, we're already starting to see, well, we've always felt this is what's going to come, and it's starting to happen now. We're starting to see currency wars. By just the way the Swiss, the Swiss unpegged um, the Swiss franc, and just by the, the negative rates, everyone, is every country is like fending for themselves, so taking care of themselves and doing what they have to do, which is very interesting. So ultimately, gold is the ultimate currency, which we think, that will be expressed in the year in the upcoming years just ahead.
2: Now, a lot of people. With that said, a lot of people are, are waiting for something to happen uh, before they decide to own gold. For let's say the let Let's talk about the first time buyer. They want to see either I don't know a currency start to really collapse or something to happen in the gold market. What what for for you, Pam? I'll put this out to you. Would get you really excited about? The potential of seeing much higher prices imminently.
3: Well, in, in first gold, of the rise in, um, since the start of the year is the first, um, um, better looking rise in this bear market we've had since 2011. So this has caused a lot of people to get excited for 2015. Like we're not all out uh, bullish, but we certainly think this is the beginning of a start because we've always felt, for different reasons, that 2015 was going to provide us for, with a uh, a beautiful buying area, and especially buying on any weakness. And for a first-time person, it's a perfect year. We think to have uh, to be starting to pick up a gold, uh, physical gold, as you go along this year when you see weakness. And we're looking like on the uh, just some numbers we're keeping our eye on, like gold. If it, uh, that thirteen hundred level has been kind of hard to break this month, so we're looking at thirteen ten as the first. Concrete sign that yeah, it's already gone over the first hurdle, and then the the second and last to turn a bear to a bull would be thirteen eighty. That would be our view of what would turn the market clearly bullish for the first time since September two thousand
2: eleven. So you would you would you get the you get the sense that that this bull this sorry this bear market has is coming somewhere near the end here. You don't think that this can continue for another two years, let's say.
3: No, because even though the rise this past month wasn't like uh, like a super rise, it was a decent rise, and for many reasons, it was holding its own in a time when it didn't. If it were any week at all, it would have collapsed to say a thousand dollars, and it didn't, and not even eleven 1, hundred. It held uh, uh, the November lows held, which was um, impressive that they held because we were thinking they could have easily been broken at this time, and they didn't. So we're, we're still we still have our caution sign up but we're becoming more, more bullish in that cautionary part. We still think gold could come down a bit more, but certainly in, a, in the in the information for this year.
1: This is Darren Long from The Real Money Show, and we hope you're enjoying this wonderful interview with the Aiden sisters. If you'd like more information about buying physical gold or silver or natural fancy-colored diamonds, please head to guildhallwealth.com. Now back to the interview. It's Darren here, Pam and Marianne. I wanted to ask um, uh, you what your thoughts are regarding what might break the back of the U.S. dollar. Is there a major event on the horizon that could perhaps lead to weakness in the U.S. dollar and coincidentally cause people to flee into other safe havens such as gold?
3: Well, probably right now the sentiment is quite bullish, as you know, for the U.S. dollar. It is, as we mentioned, considered a safe haven, But if the U.S. economy were to weaken and U.S. should keep falling, which we believe they will, then eventually people are not going to be so keen on the dollar, and they'll be looking toward gold, because gold is going to be kind of like the last man standing, so to speak. And even now, I mean, we have negative interest rates in many countries, and that's actually very good for gold, because gold, since it pays no interest... Is actually um, it's got one up on most bonds in most other countries and so you we have a situation here with this deflationary environment kind of intensifying which is making gold more attractive and especially once the dollar does does kind of get hit and then we're certain it will because it has a since 1971 it's been on the decline in a long-term 43 year decline and so this is a pretty much a, a short-term phenomenon as far as this period of dollar strength we're seeing right now.
1: And then to add to that, uh, what would be the major catalyst for countries like we've seen with Russia and of course China and others, but of the well-known economies What is the catalyst that's forcing them to push towards more gold ownership? Is there something that they fear or do they believe do you do you think that perhaps the US economy is going to fall off? Well,
3: I think yes, they, they fear they, they are not happy having the US dollar as the world's reserve currency and in fact that role um, and that status has diminished greatly, as you know, in, in the last decade. And, and so I think they're, they're just, uh, nobody wants to rock the boat, but they're quietly accumulating gold and getting rid of their dollars little by little. And, and um, it's, it's, it's very interesting. It's a very interesting thing that's going on globally because um, the dollar is becoming less attractive to central banks. And it has been, and so they know, the central bankers that are buying all these, um, increasing their gold purchases, that eventually the dollar will, you know, will not be the world's reserve currency any longer, and they don't want to be stuck holding a lot of dollars.
1: This is Darren Long from The Real Money Show, and we hope you're enjoying this interview with the Aiden sisters. If you'd like to find out more information about buying precious metals and putting them into your portfolio today, please go to guildhallwealth.com or call us now at 1-866-274-9570. We'd be happy to help. And of course, you can ask any questions about buying gold and silver that you'd like to. Now let's get back to the interview
2: yeah i I still find it it's so interesting that central banks in, with with governments can kind of speak out of both sides of their mouth okay yeah, we're all into protecting our dollar and our economy etc. but in again on the other side, we're going to keep buying gold because we're not quite sure what's going to happen and um,
3: I think the world the investor and the world itself I think we, we already see that it perceives uh, fear and safety for number one for 2015. I think that's what the investors are saying, and that's what we feel, that that's what's moving the markets right now. Like, uh, just for the fact that interest rates are at negative rates is, is a fear. It's, we think that's a fear-based thing, because who, uh, who would buy uh, a currency and pay for the right to own that currency or that bond is uh, someone who is fearful that they're going to want to lose all their money. They'd rather lose a little. So there's, there's a lot of fear in there. There's a lot of running to safety. And at the time being, with the US looking kind of like the island of a little bit of strength within the world today, which isn't gonna last much longer, we don't think, but it is right now. The dollar is holding up well and so are US bonds. And but also gold is right there, ready to take its place at any moment, which we think that could happen this year of twenty
2: fifteen. That that makes that makes a, a lot of a lot of sense. We've seen uh, ourselves a transition people have gone I would say since 2008 from being a lot more speculative to a lot more defensive with their portfolio and there was an article this week in in um, in the Globe and Mail our, our, our national newspaper essentially saying that there, there's a war on savers that they they don't have a lot of choices these days in in where they can put their their money. But let's say they are looking to put it into, into gold and silver as protection. Where do you where do you, Marianne, ultimately see gold hitting in the next, say, five to ten years?
3: Oh wow, that's a tough one. <laughs> I know.
2: I, I had to put you on the spot, right?
3: No, I think um, for sure we'll see it go back to the new to the its record highs as far as speaking well both of them. And and really if those highs are broken, which in talking a five-year time frame, that could easily be, then really it will all depend. And the way the financial system is right now, I mean, I, I hesitate to say, but sky's the limit, because the, um, the resistance, the big resistance would be at about 1900 on the gold price, and it, it could easily break that if you're looking out a few years into the future.
1: This is Darren Long from The Real Money Show, and we hope you're enjoying this wonderful interview with the Aiden sisters. If you'd like more information about buying physical gold or silver, or natural fancy colored diamonds, please
2: head to guildhallwealth.com. Now back to the interview. And what are your thoughts on on the silver market? Well, it's
3: interesting because it has been weaker than gold during this whole, the last several years. It's fallen a lot further, but that's kind of the characteristic of silver. It's more volatile than gold. It falls more and it rises more. So um, we, we like silver at these levels. We think that while they still could, could stand under pressure a little bit longer, and a lot has to do with silver um, in the resource sector and precious metal sector, since silver is a flip-flop between both of the sectors. And the resource sector is still weak, as judged by copper and oil, which is a good um, barometer for the resource sector. And, but we see silver is forming a bottom. We like it. We think it will act like a precious metal and follow gold. And when it overpowers gold, that itself would be a very bullish sign for both of them. And it would be a bullish sign for the resource sector as well. But we like silver. We, we see it holding well above, um, it was holding above $16 as good. And we're looking at $19 for the first, like, hurdle to pass um, for a bull market to start looking more interesting. And, of course, the ultimate would be like $22. Those are the levels we're looking. And then we see once it's up and running, definitely you want to be in silver because it it has clearly the advantage over gold in strength. And uh, during any bull market, you'll see that it always overpowers silver. Uh, silver always overpowers gold.
1: I remember just a few years back sitting in this very spot, and we were mentioning to listeners at $18 silver, In the fall of 2010 how important it was to pick up on the trends and the trend was that we were about to hit another cyclical high and of course these are very short-lived transitions and it brought silver up to the $49 range and seemingly I get the same Sense when I talk about silver at this point in time. And you mentioned fear a while back, which obviously plays an enormous role in these markets. We saw this week that the European Central Bank has reversed its decision to accept Greek bonds as collateral for lending money to commercial banks. And when they stopped doing that, uh, I'm fearful that people initially, obviously probably kicked themselves and, and ended up flocking over to the gold market. But long, long term, do we care much anymore about what's happening in the Greek market? Is, is new reform going to re-energize the idea that gold is a safe haven or does this have any role to play in the medium uh, to long term?
3: I uh, think that Greece is a key, uh, especially right now and probably as we go, as, go forward in the next couple of years. Because Greece is like the weak link in the Eurozone and for now there's other weak links but that's the weakest. And if it breaks up the euro, that would definitely affect the dollar and therefore the U.S. and the world, um, because all, a lot of um, volatility in the currency markets has to do right now with, with uh, Greece. So, um, yes, it'll be important to see how all that, because if it, they do come to amends, and it seems like they almost have to, but maybe not, we don't know yet, um, then, then we, yes, we'll see the euro pop up, we'll see the dollar have a downward correction. And if it doesn't, we'll get see uh, the euro fall some more. And uh, who knows if, if they like? It's all such a um, we'll, let, uh, we'll see real soon sort of situation. Like clearly, before June or May, we're going to be seeing it really. What's up with Greece and the eurozone? But yes, we say, we definitely see it as a player in the markets right now. And and just to add to that is like if if things kind of don't work out, which is very likely also. That, too, would be very bullish for gold. Any kind of a financial uncertainty, financial confusion, financial fears, all of those are just um, very much powerful reasons for gold to rise further.
1: Well, we'll sit here and watch this range-bound metal in gold and also silver uh, take its course, but we're very excited about what the future holds, both in the short, medium, and long term. And we want to thank both of you for being here today. It's been a pleasure to have you back to The Real Money Show. And why don't you both let our our listeners know how it is they can get in touch with you both, subscribe to your publications, and otherwise uh, get some of the exciting information that you're putting out into the uh, world and the analysis that you're offering.
3: Oh, well, thank you very much. Yeah, thank you. And Not
1: thank
3: you. at all. They say there's a listener. We'll be happy to give a, a complimentary copy of the latest. But um, it's um, at www.AdenForecast.com. That's our website. And um, they say i, I listen listened to the show and we'll give them a free copy. But um, you can also subscribe there and it has all the information.
1: Well, that's fantastic. That's very easy. We'll run that throughout the show for you both. And, again, we want to thank you for being here with us. It's been our pleasure, and we look forward to speaking with you both very soon.
3: Well, thank you. Well, thank you, you. Yeah, thank you very much.
1: Excellent. Take care, ladies. All right. Oh, thank
3: you. you Bye-bye.
0: Bye Bye-bye. Thanks again to the Aiden Sisters for stopping by. And you want more details on that show, you can listen back online. But we'll take a short break. The number to start investing, one eight seven seven eight 8 silver online to therealmoneyshow.com. You can click on the e-store and be, uh, begin investing today. And also make sure you take advantage and get subscribed to the Precious Metal Advisor. And back with more of The Real Money Show, 1-877-8-SILVER-ONLINE, therealmoneyshow.com. While you're there, click on the e-store to start investing with a click of the mouse in the comfort of your own home. Just had the uh, interview, guys. Let's do a little post. Show. Paul, what do you think?
4: I thought it was a wonderful interview. Excuse my voice; I, I was trying not to talk today. It's a which little is sexy, a very, which is very, very tough for me not to talk. <laughs> but uh, I thought it was a great interview and a very informative. And what did you think, Darren? You did, did well. I mean, the,
1: the takeaways are, are obvious, but we uh, want to be clear about one thing: they are bullish long-term on gold and silver. They believe in the physical. And, of course, they both think that we've seen potentially the bottom of both gold and silver at this point in time. And of course, you know silver having its best month since 1984 for the month of January, this is a great open, up over 9%, gold up over 6.5% in one month. And if they both capture specific ranges, gold being 1300 and silver being uh, up into the $18 range, both have a good shot at getting substantially higher here with little resistance in the near term. So I like what they said. And the wa- the takeaway from me, Jeremy, I don't know about you, but the takeaway from that was that Pamela really made it clear 2005. 15 is about first time buying and adding to your positions. And she said it could be the best year of this entire bull market for a new gold or silver investor.
2: Yeah. I like the idea that we're coming to the end of a bear market that there's certain underpinnings there. I know we didn't get quite to, how much Central Bank is buying, but they are underpinning the market for for demand in this market. But it does demonstrate that if you've been in this market for the past few years, hang in there, you're towards the end of a bear market. And if you're new to this market, that this is the best time to buy. And I think that even though they're looking for certain breakout numbers, I think there's nothing wrong with being a month early to this market. And the fact is you never know quite when that market's going to run. So knowing that it's it's uh, stagnant here, let's say in the $17, $18 range, this is a great, great place to be buying. If you had 5,000 ounces in the market, that's going to cost you a little bit over $100,000 Canadian. But at $50 an ounce, that's worth a quarter million dollars. And I don't think that's going to be where this market ends when we look at all the other fundamentals surrounding it and all of the black swan events that could occur. So if if you're in the market as a saver looking to where you can protect your money, and that was another big theme was that people are looking to protect their money. It's not just about, well, but how much money can we make in the gold and silver market? It's about, well, where does one go to protect their money? Well, central banks are buying gold. You should be buying gold too. So I think the idea that... You could buy 5,000 ounces of silver and it could go much higher than $50 an ounce in the next few years is not only a great place to protect your wealth but also a great place to grow it as well.
4: I found a a very interesting um, item this week. I was uh, up late and I was watching actually an infomercial that was on CNBC and it was a half-hour infomercial and it was a company out of the States. that had been in business since around about 1990 and they were selling Silver Eagles – uh, one ounce bars of silver, 10 ounce bars of silver, and they were just smashing away. And, you know, they've been in the market since silver was, you know, the same as us trading around about, you know, $2, $3.80. But the amazing thing is they were charging twenty one ninety US an ounce of silver. I think on our website right now we're about $18. Huh. Plus they were charging shipping and handling, and they were selling hand over fist. Uh, the people in the US understand the marketplace, I mean it is a big marketplace but they are buying physical gold and silver um, the US Mint can't produce fabricated product quick enough the Canadian pin as well, Mint as well is overwhelmed because people are buying coins, they're buying the one ounce bars, or one ounce coins and they're buying the ten ounce bars uh, this is small denominations that people want to hold um, if I'm not going to be doom and gloom altogether, but if if fiat currencies start to collapse all over the world, you know you want one ounce, ten ounce bars of silver or gold because that is real money and that's going to buy you a hell of a lot of uh, clothing, food, and accommodation.
2: It, it it's certainly a theme we've seen in in the last little while. People are more than happy to pick up a few a few bars, few coins to to have that sort of proverbial just in case quote unquote. But you're going to need a lot more than that as as a hedge against inflation or deflation, um, as a way to protect your wealth going forward. And I think that one should look uh, at at having 10 to 15 percent. Actually, the Aiden sisters in a in a recent article were discussing the fact that they'd. Um, allocated 15% to gold and silver at this point and are looking to actually increase that at this point. So they clearly see it as a as an opportunity to be buying here, but also because it it, it is a good way to protect your wealth and they feel that they need to protect it more
0: by increasing it in their portfolio. 18778 silver online to the com. Make sure while you're there you click on the e-store to start investing. Darren. Well, what I wanted to
1: say was that I'm very fearful right now of equity markets. I want to be very clear that I do not, uh, nor am I giving any financial advice, but it scares me to death. It's a gut feeling, but it's based on some very strong points. And this entire time we've been uh, seeing gold and silver remain somewhat weak and we've watched the prices fluctuate dramatically. We want to remember that there are four underlying fundamentals that have guided us to this point in time which are still strong as ever. We are on a very long, long journey as far as the U.S. dollar is concerned. Since 71, it's been in a bear market. There's no reason to expect that that will change now. Money printing is not the answer. There's no historic evidence ever to suggest that printing the heck out of a currency is gonna pull it out and all of a sudden strengthen it. It's never happened, in fact, it's the exact opposite. Number two, we do expect to have inflation take hold of these markets at some point. If it's not now, it'll be in the near future. And when it does, there is a direct correlation both on deflation but more so on inflation between safe haven buying of gold and silver and assets like colored diamonds and uh, the threat of inflation. Number three, geopolitical hotspots. And of course, we talked about Greece this week on the show. We are still monitoring those situations and you can see them all over the world. And number four, supply and demand. If... For any reason, and oil is a prime example of this, mining slows down, you have less of that asset coming out of the ground, you're going to have a problem with your supply. And that's exactly what's going to occur before the end of 2015. And in the equity markets, that's exactly what you're going to see transpire. We are having a very, very weak earning season. It's off to a slow start. Big names are missing expectations. Forward guidance is at its lowest level since 2007. The U.S. quarter four real GDP fell short by almost a half percent of what the expectation was. Durable good orders fell during the month of February. We had the world bond market, which is what the Aidens talked about briefly, getting weaker and weaker. And I can go on. Now, call it a gut feeling, but when those things happen, these are the exact things we talked about in 2007 when we told our listeners, get out of the stock market. This is not the time to be in there. And I would hate for that to repeat itself, but I guess, guys, some things are hard lessons learned and some people are creatures of habits. Owning gold and silver is breaking that. But I can tell you, it's it's precarious position. Yeah, also this
4: morning they came out of the U.S. with a trade deficit. Uh, which increased, and the reason the trade deficit increased was they're blaming it on the dollar is you know is increasing in value, but what it basically means is they were importing more products than they were selling abroad, and that's a trigger. That's a trigger for the fact that you can't keep on printing. You know, the somebody has to buy the U.S. Treasuries. Now, the, there's countries buy the U.S. Treasuries, whether it's Japan, whether it's China, but the other people that buy the Treasuries is the Fed. So it's the left hand giving to the right hand, um, while interest rates are low, it's it's working. But once interest rates start to go up, when you are 18 trillion dollars in debt, uh, and we've discussed this before on the show, what 18 what a trillion dollars looks like, what 18 trillions looks like is ridiculous. But when you have to service that debt, there inflation starts to creep in. So it's important that you own hard assets. I'm not saying tomorrow gold and silver is going to go through the roof, but you need to own gold, silver, a natural fancy colored diamond. Natural fancy colored diamonds, which we're going to get into right now, is basically portable wealth. It can be sold in any currency, whether you want to sell it in U.S. dollars, yen, Canadian dollars, sterling, you can sell diamonds. Natural fancy colored diamonds, the quality that we sell tend to double every four to five years, and in some cases, even sooner than that, if you... Put your money into a specific zone like an Argyle pink in a VS quality or a blue or a red, they tend to go up tremendously. So, this is a great time to get into the market and buy a natural
1: fancy color diamond. And again, when we talk about fancy color diamonds and we talk about gold and silver, these are hard assets and these are safe haven um, areas for you to park your money. They protect your wealth and they've done it for a long, long time. Now, before we go to break, I want to ask both of you a question mm-hmm. quickly. If I was to ask 100 people in the U.S., how many of them would get the right answer if they were asked the following question? Where is the majority of U.S. debt? Who owns it? How many people would know that they themselves, the public, have the greatest amount of debt? How many people would say it's another country or it's China or Russia or – Something like well, that. Well, I told you who owned sure. it. You right? know, the Fed owns the, the Federal Dead. Reserve yeah. themselves. So, I mean, that tells us where we are in terms of the mentality. It's unfortunate. I think some of that mentality is here in Canada, but having assets like this is just the protection mechanism you need. I
4: think it's the three card trick, isn't it? Where you, you know, find the queen. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's what's all about. I think the other
2: thing is, is we've seen uh, such delays in, in some physical products, you know, like. 10-ounce uh, RCM bars are really, really difficult to keep in inventory. What do you think is going to happen when the price of silver is $35 and climbing quick? You know, you either have it or you don't. You, you can't buy insurance after the fire. Well,
4: they can only fabricate, only manufacture so much. I mean, whether you work two shifts, three shifts, you can't work, you know, 32 hours in a day. It doesn't happen. So the the max they can work is three three eight-hour shifts is 24 hours. But as you're correct, as the demand goes up, it's going to be almost Mm -hmm. impossible to find. Uh, Guildhall, I am very proud to say... Every product that we have up on our website, whether it 's natural fancy color diamonds, they are in stock. We own them there 's no bait and switch we don 't say we have this one, but we sold but we' we'll give you this one if it 's sold or if it 's on hold, it says hold or sold if you 're going to buy gold and silver, go to our e commerce site. Um, all you have to do is plug in, order what you want. The product is available it 's different if you want to order twenty thirty million dollars worth of uh, ten ounce uh, Canadian mint bars is going to be a little tough because they're just not out there but we do have quite a lot in stock and we're happy to fulfill any
0: order. Jeremy, I have a buddy before we take a break that honestly I was talking to him yesterday. He has two forms of investment he owns 17 properties in the US. Rental properties has 6 in Canada. You know what his other investment is? Solely gold and silver physical. That's all he invests in. It's and a, he buys weekly.
2: It's a great hedge for against if interest rates did climb, gold well, and silver would be moving up very quickly and, and keeping their purchasing power where your mortgage payments might also be rising so you've got <laughs> something to pay it all off with at the end of the
0: day too, right? Paul, you so mentioned diamonds. Well, I uh, want to take a short break before we yeah. get into it. We'll take but, a short but, break. But, yeah, yep. but
2: just
4: getting back to mm-hmm. gold and silver. It's better to be whether it's one week, one month, three months too early than one day too late because what happens in these markets, when the market starts to rise, everybody has the tendency to say, you know what, I'll wait till it comes off. <laughs> when this thing starts to take off, there won't be any coming off. You've got to get into the market. You've got to make an investment. If you want an investment package, we're happy to send it to you. But the other side, let's talk about diamonds. Give out the numbers, John, and we'll come back to it.
0: One eight seven seven eight silver on online to the Show.com. and for investing online, you can do it right away with the e-store. More of the Real Money Show coming up. And back with more of the Real Money Show. one silver online to the Show.com. While you're there, you can click on the e-store and start buying your physical metals and uh, I love this part, uh, Paul. We always get into it in this segment. That is natural fancy colored diamonds.
4: Love them. We, sh- we sure do, John. And the r- the reason I'm actually a little excited this week, um, I just purchased a couple of diamonds. I've got three three or four beautiful pinks coming this week and some vivid IFs. And we just brought in a, a 111 fancy intense internally flawless. Perfect shape, 62, 64 table, 62, 64 depth. Can't remember of hand. Uh, stunning, stunning diamond. It's a lemony color. Uh, the colours, the scintillation just flies off of this diamond. It's an unbelievable diamond. Uh, we're looking uh, I think it's going to probably come in around about the $55,000 appraisal but we've got it on for $25,000 uh, wow. this month uh, and it's a beautiful, beautiful stone. At Guildhall, we only go after specific stones. They have to meet all of our criteria. The criteria the four C's, which are important that's colour, clarity, cut and carrot way. Um But Colour is the first thing that we look at, and then we look at, you know, clarity, internally flawless and yellows. I think we've got more internally flawless yellows than anybody in the world right now up on our website, and I'm very proud of the fact that every diamond that we have on the website we own, and it's available to the public for you to buy. It is first come, first served. If you want to buy something, you've got to step up to the plate you know you can't hum and ha and let me tell you the reason why you can't hum and ha anymore the us dollar is trading around about 25 26 cents to over it's brutal. Uh, you know over yeah. the us dollar yeah. all diamonds are purchased in us dollars it doesn't matter whether we buy from israel from tel aviv whether we buy from new york uh, they're all purchased in U.S. dollars. So we're paying a premium of 25% on that diamond. I bought seven or eight diamonds this week, and I'm paying not only the 25% more on the dollar than I was four or five months ago mm-hmm. when we were at par, or six months ago, but I'm also paying as much as 30% more for the stones for the replacement value. So you really need to you know, understand this market. If we've got a stone up on, you know, for $25,000, by the end of this month or the beginning of next month, I'm going to reprice all my diamonds. I don't care because I have to reorder and I'm paying a premium on those stones. When you purchase now, you're already getting 25% on the currency and you're getting 20-25% on the purchase price. That's the wholesale prices. So you're all looking at 40-50% to 50% difference on a diamond. You can't get that anywhere. You know, so I don't have to put up on a shop window seventy percent off. (laughs) This is not this is not seventy percent off. This is the price we have is my cost plus with a you know commission built in. But when we have to replace the diamond now, we're paying twenty five percent more and we're paying twenty to thirty percent more for that diamond. The reason that we're paying there is no diamonds of the quality that we have out there. Vivid internally flawless, Mm -hmm. you can't find. Intense IF, you can't find. Especially when it meets the criteria. The criteria is the size of the table, the size of the depth, the color of the diamond, the cut of the diamond, the carat weight of the diamond. And, you know, it's very, very hard to replace today. And one of the key things you have to remember, there is no new mines. There hasn't been a new mine come on for nearly 10 years now. And there's no new mines. It's becoming scarce. The diamonds are becoming rarer. If you look at the auction prices, they're going through the roof. Why? Smart money is following hard assets. They're buying diamonds. They're buying fine art. They're buying antiques because they do not lose the value. Smart people know that fiat currency sooner or later will collapse.
0: And they want to be into something that they know will hold their wealth. One eight seven seven eight silver and online to the real money dot com Jeremy add to that, yeah, there was a
2: a manet painting that just sold uh, record price at auction. I've seen myself recently in 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 art actually well, you've uh, seen yourself painted no, but oh, okay. i i've seen uh, I took a pass on on a piece that that went up fifteen percent the next day, and Damn you it. literally just went, okay, I missed that chance, yeah. but I've also seen with with American artists in fine art where price went up 10% just based on the fact that you know on the art itself and mm-hmm. then with the exchange rate it went up another 25%. So if you'd bought Crazy. a piece, you know, 6 months ago, you're you're actually making money and people don't necessarily buy art just to make money with it, but diamonds is different. Diamonds especially with the type of rarity that we're selling, very very high quality. This isn't um, this isn't just oh it's a pink diamond no it's a pink diamond of of absolute best quality that one could possibly find and that takes time to find those and it's it's forever getting more and more difficult to do so and as a result the prices go up it's 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 not for it's not for lack of contacts or um, lack of relationships Mm -hmm. we're constantly building those at Guildhall. we're constantly getting new new uh, people involved that we can purchase diamonds from building relationships that we already have they just don't get easier to find that's the that's the problem so to have something coveted like that knowing that you also have Guildhall to help resell it down the road when the time is right is a nice feeling. You know, we had a client this week. They said, oh, I got a great deal. Uh, A friend of a friend wants to sell a diamond. Okay. Well, what do you know about the diamond you know the the, yeah. the the client called us said, "Well, why are you calling us if you you know obviously you appreciate your ex, our expertise, so thank you very much for the compliment. Um, what do you know about this diamond, and is this person going to help you resell it at the at the end of the day so um, learning about the market, that transparency that 's needed to make that purchase, the knowledge that 's required to make that purchase, even just knowing that we have a ten step guide. At least get the ten-step guide so you know what to look for when you're purchasing from a dealer. Things like: Do they have? Are they a member of the NCDIA? Do they have a GIA diamond grading graduate on staff? Like Nicole, um, right? Yeah. What's their yeah. What's their return policy like? Um, lots of questions that you mm-hmm. can ask. Uh, and a even big if question
4: is: it, Is it conflict free? I mean, yeah. is, is e- the
2: diamond e- even if you're even if you're not a diamond professional yourself, you can at least say, okay, I I know how I can go and buy that. I'm trusting that I'm getting a really good diamond. And we really stand behind that quality. You know, Paul goes out he he finds really really good diamonds to put in the collection. He won't put it in the collection unless he loves it, unless he's willing to back it with his own money. So this is an amazing opportunity to look at. If you're if you have anywhere from twelve thousand, which would be an entry level diamond like a fancy yellow, up into you know even one hundred and thirty five thousand for uh, one of our half carat pinks. If you're looking to put some money aside for the next five to ten years, you really want to um, explore this opportunity. Either get some research that we have accumulated for you or or request a presentation where we can show you the diamonds, tell you what, what makes That's them the so special, point. and show you the type of returns that you can get. You really need to look at the diamond in the flesh and, and speak to a representative at Guildhall to find out what kind of returns you can expect to have and how long you can expect to be in this market. So I encourage people to contact us. Pick a diamond out on the site that you really like. Book an appointment and we can show you that diamond and show you the opportunity that you can have with this.
4: This is a great opportunity, a great time to get into the market. Go to our website, Guildhall Diamonds. Go to our website, GuildhallWealth.com, to our e-commerce site. Look at buying gold and silver. This is a great, great opportunity.
0: The number is one eight seven seven eight silver You can also go to TheRealMoneyShow.com, get that 10-step buying guide for natural fancy colored diamonds and get yourself the precious metal advisor as well. This has been The Real Money Show.